This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have to tell you something, Lori, that I think is going to make you really happy. You ready? What? Are you ready? ready? I always say that to Jeff. Are you ready? Are you ready? Um, Sharon Stone and Austin Butler were exchanging numbers outside of the Vandy Fair oh. party. He had her phone and he put in his number because she doesn't know how to do it she didn't have her glasses he didn't it's so cute and she looked amazing yeah she looked beautiful for the vanity fair i kind of wish that would be my one thing i would have changed at the oscars i I for sure wouldn't leave out any big actors in the in memoriam. It's so simple not to do. Yes, um, that did. That was a big list. Too. That that you know, Paul, Paul. They could have put Paul Sorvino and Ray Liotta. They were both in Goodfellas. Yeah, they were. That was that was silly. That was dumb. That was. Silly. They don't produce that well. They should go to TCM. That's who does that. There were times Lenny Kravitz was at the piano and there was no picture behind him. Don't be cheap with photos of stars. William Hurt, Leslie. Jordan and Hayes. Yeah, I they mean, were last. Cindy Williams. I mean, Cindy Williams. It was just—it's disgraceful. It, that was bad. Just, that was and bad. It was, and and it's bad every year. Yeah, I know. I don't know why that is, but it, why they can't get that right. But they really don't, do they? Because no. it's a political machine at the heart of it, the Academy, and what's really driving it are a bunch of old white guys that are going to be dead whenever they're going to be dead. But I mean, oh, you that's can't a believe. You know, they're yeah. going to be dead whenever they're going to be dead. What's, we're gonna, what story but, are you telling with this death? <laughs> yeah, geez, Louise. I mean, when they did, when they showed the Academy Museum. <gasps> did, you not ad, did you not I laugh? Did you not laugh? I was dying because they actually, Grant, showed the room. They did. That has 50 Oscars. Now, yep. mind you, all of them pretty much look the same. And on this big, huge wall, and then they just have the Oscar, and then who it belonged to. Not even a picture of that person Mm-mm. with the award that night. I mean, let's have some vision, people. They had nothing. No I was vision. laughing so much. I'm looking at my Oscar Museum photos. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, we laughed. Just, that was funny. Yeah. It, they, they just can't, the, the Academy, the people that I, they can't see themselves. It's very interesting, but... Anyway, we see them. We we really do. Okay, so here's, you know, we've been talking about it. It was going to come out for a while. Paris Hilton was everywhere in the past few days, and her memoir is coming out. I don't know. Is it out? Is it I out? I think it came out today. Oh, okay. Um, so she talked about 
motherhood, her business, her childhood, her eighth grade teacher grooming and kissing her, and had a she had a she had a hardcore. Well, life. she had a lot. You know, listen, she had a lot of, of things happen to her, and just because you have money doesn't mean that you're going to be immune to exactly lecherous men. Um, offered, tempted, you know, having all this stuff, money come your way. It's, you know, anyway, the poor little rich girl thing, but she did have a lot of uh, things happen to her and she had this whole other persona. So I think people will be interested to read the, read the book and she'll help people. I think so. um, With different things. I think so. We have, we have a little audio about her running into Britney Spears. Okay and how you share about how other women from, young women from that era, we're talking about Lindsay Lohan and Britney Spears and Selena Gomez, who we're talking about today and, and speaking out, how they too went through what you did with social media and that. And didn't Selena reach out to you after your documentary in 2020? I ran in her to, at Britney's wedding and she came up to me and said she saw my documentary and it inspired her to want to be vulnerable and open up and Mm -hmm. that just meant so much to me i think it's so important when people can feel comfortable enough to tell their stories and especially people with big platforms to show that life isn't perfect and people go through things Mm -hmm. And, and knowing what you know now what would you tell your younger self i would tell her that you're going to go through a lot in life but one day you're going to use your voice to help others and make such an impact. So it's going to be worth it. How did writing it all down help you? It was just so cathartic and just therapeutic, just letting go of so much because I carried so much on me for so long and I've been through so many hard times, but just to put it all out there really felt and, you know, she talks okay. about in the memoir, she talks about three generations and where the men were the movers and shakers and the Hilton women were often the show horses. But she says, yeah. after building her own empire over the past two decades, decades, the individual compliments by her mom, Kathy, her sister, Nikki, um, that I'm just proud of everything we've done in our lives. I know that my grandfather is so incredibly pr- proud. When I was a little girl... Um, I didn't want to be known as the Hilton Hotel granddaughter. I just wanted to be known as Paris. I've accomplished that now, and it feels really good. Yeah. He's, you well, know, remember, and, go ahead. Her, the grandfather, he put a trust, the guy, yeah. Grant, the, the, you know, the guy who started the hotel chain. And when he died, like whenever that was, um, he put 95% of the family's wealth into Hilton, a trust. Yep. That the family, the family just has five percent. I mean, it's it's a lot, but I mean, he that was way long ago. So he was very much you. Everyone needs to build their own life. Kind of a rich mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, and she, you know, talks about the simple life. And um, oh, I love that show. I know, God, Lori. Has that been Twenty years. I how know. And that's hot. I mean, that's all we said. And we had her on her show a couple times for her book, and then something yeah. else. Way back, and, the- you know, the other thing that she probably and this happened because I think this was like a, a congressional she a, appeared in front of Congress, but she had talked about it on her maybe her own show, but uh, exposing um, what goes on in some of these wealthy um, camps or slash boarding whatever, schools slash 
back. Yes, exactly. You know, what goes on uh, there because she was just like, it was just horrible the, the way they did. And then you think about it. Yeah, you send your your kids away um, and they're not under any supervision of yours, but with strangers for 13 weeks or something. And, mm -hmm. and it's outrageously expensive, so it has to be good, right? Right, right, <laughs> right. You, you know, and it's, you know, like a boot camp, we're going to reshape them. Well, yeah, I mean, like, uh, not everyone can, you know, this boot camp doesn't work for everybody like that. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I just, you know, I'm worried about her reading her own memoir. If people like to listen to things on Audible, because I think her memoir oh, would be just, good, but her voice is yeah. just too flat. Yeah, I wouldn't well, make a show. She reads it in her real voice. Well, that's her real voice. It's very flat. Oh, it is. Grant and I were listening. We were. I had her on the Today Show, the first one. She was on the second hour of the Today Show and the third hour, and then mm -hmm. she was on with Hoda and Jenna. And all mm -hmm. three times, I kept thinking, "I gotta listen." I know she's saying something important. I gotta listen. She's but saying he's like, wah, 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 he's saying wah, wah, something wah, wah, important, and then I would rewind it and say, right. "Why did she just say important? I gotta listen." And then Grant and I are trying to yeah. listen to audio because you sent it to him, and I'm like, "Wow, wow, wow, we gotta <laughs> no, listen." This there's, was there's this something was good important. She, I ran into Celine at Britney's wedding. There. I mean, come on, well, that's a good one. That? Yeah. But I mean, yeah. seriously, oh, I was yeah. just like. I gotta listen. Mm -hmm. It was well, very, it's very funny. It was but, forceful a little bit. But uh, she yeah. really, the media decided what she was going to be, and it isn't who she is. I mean, they really yeah. painted a picture of this fl floozy gal and mm -hmm. blah, 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 but, blah, blah. But she also embraced talks it. about she took advantage yes, of she that did. and played it to her advantage. So, you know, it it worked out. I feel like she's on top. Yeah, you're right, Laura. Yeah. You're right. Um, can we talk about, um, I'm dying to talk about this with you. You know, we wanted this to happen like three years ago. Okay. We wished and wished and wished upon a star. Okay, what? The Real Housewives oh. of Beverly Hills, when Nicola Sheridan left the reboot of the yep. CW yep. as Alexis Carrington, just to take, well, not just to, but to take care of her, her mom. mom. But I really think it was a contract dispute. We've known this. Nicola Sheridan is very good at playing a beautiful, gorgeous biatch in power on TV. But I think she She's also might be, be that way a little bit. So she walked away at the Beverly Hills Housewives. So she, I think it was yesterday, did the meme of basically Jack Torrance in The Shining with the axe. She, the Bravo producers are beating down her door to join Beverly Hills because, you know, the season 13 cast has not officially been announced. Right. And the reason we wanted her a few years ago was because she was memorably, and you might have forgotten this, everybody, but she was memorably, memorably married to Harry Hamlin for one whole year. Yep. In like 1991 and mm -hmm. 92. And she and who's, you know, uh, Lisa Renna's husband. And then she was also married for technically three years, but only with him one year. Yep. Aaron Pfeiffer's the husband of Denise Richards. Yes. Now, both those housewives are gone. Imagine what it would have been like if they but I mean, please stir that Nicola Sheridan. I want her pot. to come. I was talking. I oh. want her to come back to this. She'd well, be back. Fine. She's never I mean, been but on I this. want her on this. She'd be good. 
whether or not she wants us to see everything, I don't care. I just hope she does it. I, I would really love to see her at a cocktail party with Denise Richards and Aaron who won't show up because there's something shady about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> there is no... I just love this rumor, though. I hope it. I just. Oh yeah, she's I, the one who's feeding the flames. I know so she is. I think she's entertaining it, and maybe she's trying to get the offer up. And I am all for that. Tack. I'm with you, sister. I'm okay. so with you. I'm hey. on it. All right, let's get to the dirt alert, shall we? I think we shall. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Flory and Julia here for Hammernick's Interior Solutions and Flooring Superstore. And the Hammernex team has new flooring for you that you might need right now to spruce up your home or business. They have the latest trends in carpets, luxury vinyl plank, hardwood, and tile, and all of it is in stock at their two locations in St. Paul and in New Hope. The latest trends, they've got a team of residential and commercial flooring design specialists that are able to meet you um, one-on-one, talk to you about your budget, make sure that you're getting the right product that's going to need, meet all of your needs. They are the premier flooring store in the Twin Cities. They've got flooring installers on staff if you need them. They do a fantastic job, and you don't have to go find your own. They also have an upfront 12% discount on all of their in-stock flooring. Stop by Hammernix and tell them the girl sent you. Is a my talk dirt alert. All right, Grant, what do you got for us? All righty. Well, let's start out with some Elton John news that's been floating around today. Now, earlier we talked about how we've got the red carpet from Elton John's uh, AIDS Foundation Oscar party at the Lori and Julia show page for you all to check out. A lot of great outfits there. But uh, apparently now uh, people are just talking about getting Elton John the EGOT status. Oh, yeah. What does he have so far? How many letters? So basically, Elton John is just one E away from being an EGOT. So that's an Emmy. And now with his current uh, Disney Plus live stream concert that he did to represent, not to represent, but to kind of pay homage to the Dodger Stadium concert from 1975 yes. that he did, that he was that was one of the most popular concerts. This is get it go, getting, uh, you know, people are talking that this television presentation could win an Emmy. All right. And so, you know, and he also said that he is, this is kind of what he is proud of the most out of all this regardless, and he hasn't commented on the E part of, you know, the, the E part of the E got no, the Emmy No, it's part. bad luck too. Yeah, so he hasn't said anything, but he did say, I'm so critical of myself. Um, I'm 75, about to turn 76 next week. I've never played a song so well in my life for so long. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Long, I really mean that sincerely, and I really want that uh, to be the thing. And he was referencing about you know his concert here, that he just felt that he was one of his best performances that he has ever had. I love that. So I would love to see him get that status, but like you said, Lori... Kind I mean, of bad luck, right? It, it, yeah, you can't. It's just it's going to happen, or it, it's, it's not, not going to happen. I'm glad to know that they're going. I'd like that you know, too. Submit. So would Lori. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now let's take a right detour here over to uh, Real Housewives Lane, and we've had Brittany on uh, last week giving us a whole. Uh, breakdown and the week prior to that with this whole uh, Vanderpump situation. Scandaval. Scandaval. Exactly. So uh, Teddy Mellencamp apparently had an opinion about this one. And I want to hear. She's got a podcast. She does. And so she was on an episode of actually this was on Melissa Gorga's um, On Display podcast where she (laughs) believes. They all have a podcast. They all do. Every (laughs) single one of them. Yeah. And she says uh, she said that she probably paid Raquel to do this in referencing to Vanderpump. What say no. you? No, that's that's Teddy uh, not following the gossip. Raquel has already apologized for being a sex addict and owned up to it. Hello, she's oh, she's so late. she's behind. I already love it, Lori. <laughs> I love it. I love that she you is. know that. I mean, come on, Teddy. If you're gonna spill tea on Housewives, at least you know the Bravo verse, mm-hmm. if you will. No, Be up to date. Oh, I love you, Lori. Well, she did yeah. go on to say claim that only uh, the only reason Andy Cohen invited Vanderpump uh, to be a guest on his late night talk show after such a lengthy hiatus was because nobody cared about it until now. I find that to be kind of a. <laughs> she Again. wanted to be on to do a little uh, PR on herself. Yes, on the Toms. Don't oh, yeah, you think, Lori? Yeah, she's Vanderpump, invested yeah. in yes, their she restaurant. is. Yes. Yeah, and those yeah. guys were too. And you guys had that audio. So, so this is just Teddy kind of, you're saying, putting herself out there? And Teddy or? is not up on her, her, she's not up on her scandal. Okay, so she's misspoken completely there. Got it, got yeah, it. Yeah, well, she really has. That's, uh, well, we'll see where that one goes. It might create a little more drama, but I'm, I'm with you on that one. Now, we've got more people departing, uh, one of our shows, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, we've talked about. You yeah, know, we've always kind of speculated. You guys included that the show has kind of lost its luster when it went to Disney Plus. Um, who's yeah. the Who's the current um, host that we? Um, uh, the girl, Tyra. 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 Tyra Banks. You know, we 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 we've kind of had issue with her in the past, and a lot of people have She's been a terrible host. Terrible host. Exactly. A lot of people have been stepping away. Well, now now Mark Ballas. Yeah. Do you know yes. him? He's yes, been he's been on forever. Since 2007. For the beginning. Yeah, since 2007. And he basically, they're out doing what they call the Dancing with the Stars tour. Yeah. And they did mm-hmm. their last stop at the Pearl Concert Theater in, at the Palms Casino Resort in Las Vegas. And after the show, he said, uh, he's done. This will be his last competition dancing in a competitive, professional manner. He's walking away from the franchise. He's walking away from dancing professionally. I mean, is this just him kind of retiring, or is this him kind of stepping away from it's a... both. Yeah. His body is tired, and he knows that the show probably isn't going to get renewed, because let's be honest, the stream, the Disney streaming audience is not the ABC Dancing with the Stars audience that tuned in faithfully to their television sets. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. my mom is not going to subscribe and neither are any of her friends to Disney Plus to watch Dancing with the Stars. They they barely can handle the one or two streaming services they have. Very true. Very true. <laughs> they need to make some big changes. Julia, I am I, I right? But if Austin Butler was going to be on it, they would tune in. They Laurie. might figure they it out. But I, mean, it. <laughs> I don't know too many people of a certain age, and let's just say it's 50 plus, right? Mm-hmm. They want to have television. I know. They want to have be able to watch KSDP. They want to be able to I watch, know. you know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. don't they're so anyway, when ABC moved it to Disney Plus, I feel like they told us everything they felt about the show. Right? Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's <laughs> a generation built on network television you like and they made it very difficult for people to find it. So We'll see, yeah. where, we'll see where this one takes us, but uh, hopefully some changes come for Dancing with the Stars down the road. But uh, we've learned uh, Avril Lavigne has been in the news lately for a few things relationship-wise. Now, right. She broke up with her longtime boyfriend. Is it Mod son? Right? Mod son. Mod her fiance. Son? Is someone you've dated for a year and a half a longtime boyfriend now? It's I'm your, just asking it's your for fiance. They got engaged. They oh, did okay. get engaged. Yeah. Okay, so but they broke up, and then last week while you were out, we noticed that she was out hanging out with Tyga, smooching up mm-hmm. the scene a little bit, having some fun. In Paris. Yes, in Paris at the f- fashion show, I believe. But we also have some really we today this news broke that um, she was kind of uh, she did something very interesting on stage while she was presenting at the Juno Awards. Now, so the Juno Awards are in, in Canada, correct? Yes. Yep. And yes. so she was out there to present, and as she was presenting, or she was about to present to tell someone who was about to perform on stage, a topless woman jumped on stage who appeared to have covered her body in messages that included "Save the Green Belt." Well, after a little bit... (laughs) You should see the pictures. It's pretty dramatic. It's pretty dramatic. And Avril, to her credit, lets this girl walk up on stage, goes right around her. And if you look at the guy's eyes, by the way, funny photo, go zoom in on the gentleman's eyes who are facing this woman. (laughs) They're caught in a headlight. Deer caught in a headlight for sure. But my whole point is, is Avril let her walk on stage and then she kept pestering the situation and Avril took it into her own hands and she turned around her and said, get the bleep off you B-word. Yep. And kind of handled it like a boss. You know, security then came and took her off, but, you know, good for her. Yeah. Yeah, so I just... Yeah, no, I I love that. Love that. That's great. That's a great story. I'm glad that Avril is, um, you know, having some fun on a little bridge Away from Maud's son, and I love a love affair in Paris, for God's sake. <laughs> we knew you would, Lori. We knew you would. Yes, that was you definitely. You know, because Tyga isn't going to be like her next guy, but he's no. a very good, you know, fun person probably for her right now. And I bet he's not looking to get serious either. Yeah, just so to... it's perfect. Yes, exactly. Now let's talk a little scream. Let's talk a little scream six here before we run out of time. I know you're a big fan of the scream franchises. Yeah. Uh, did you get a chance did you to go? See- I did. Yes, I loved it. Did and you? I well, I just really loved the new scenery that they had. You know, it's kind of a whole change. It's a change okay. in the Is it whole in the city. Yeah, New York City. Very yeah. different approach to this franchise. I really liked it. Sixty-seven million dollars globally, forty-four wow. million domestically in its first year. Um, but here's the big deal. Now the producers and the directors have come out to say that they are not turning away from Nev Campbell. They want to bring her back. Now I'm not going to say oh. whether she was or wasn't in this one, but 
they are now trying to do damage control again because they tried to underpay her for a franchise that she built. Yeah, she walked away, and so now they're out there, kind of somewhat begging her to come back in a nice place. It's convenient that all of this is happening after a huge box office weekend. Exactly, this is planned. This is planned public relations. Exactly, Lori. Exactly. That's what I wanted to get out of that one. So there you go. Thank you, Grant. Everybody knows, so we're going to start with, really, you did the obvious one today that I've already forgotten, so I could tell you again, but, you know. It's about your IQ. Is that the one? (laughs) About IQs? You're so funny. (laughs) Well played. You did have one today. I did. Yeah. But can anyone remember It's about the IQs, that they're not going up. We're getting dumber. Oh, yeah. I thought you were joking. Okay. (laughs) Obviously, it's affecting you. (laughs) Exactly. Well, it's a good thing I've gotten closer to nature, Julia, because in this latest study that I perused that came out of the Washington State University, because I don't know if you guys know this, but, um, you know, scientists... They, they would really like to unlock how they can help people that have mild cognitive impairment and also maybe the beginning of dementia. And because everyone will, it just goes without saying, as you get older, you, you do kind of forget like something with your front synapses or something. It's happening. Um, <laughs> so yeah, when you get put on the spot, sometimes yes. you can't think of things. So anyway, they're always trying to figure out what are the ways that they can influence public policy, whether it's in a town or a city. So listen to this. Okay. I mean, Get closer to nature. If you live within a half a mile of blue space or a half a mile of green space, it improves your brain health by almost 20%. What is blue space? This is a lot. What's blue space? Okay, blue space is any body of water. It can be a lake, a reservoir, a large river, the ocean, a stream. Okay. You know, and and you have to be within... um, a half a mile of said body of water. And then green spaces are public parks, a community garden. Cemeteries are considered green spaces because they're always open uh, for public, um, you know. So people feel better if they can get, if they're within that close because you can always get to... um, an urban or a feeling of nature. Okay, Once so, again, nature is winning and helping our brains. So do we need to go out in it, though, Lori? I mean, if I'm just driving by it, am I having the Even effect? Even just living within a half a wow. mile helps you because you're probably driving by it. You're seeing it. You're close enough. Maybe you get out and walk more. Um, okay. It's just... A benefit. All right. And so they would like policy, like they would like people to always keep that in mind as the population is changing that you want to like, yes, say yes to parks, say yes to keeping beautiful boulevards like Summit Avenue as they are. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I love that. Show. But this study was significant enough, Julia, because of the 20%. I'll just point this out. It is going to be presented at the American Academy of Neurology's 75th annual meeting. So mazel tov, they've been studying the brain with an actual society for 75 years. All right. Yeah. Get out in nature. That makes me feel good. Yeah, no kidding. 
to know there's an American Academy of Neurology and this will be presented, it's that significant. Okay, I wonder good. Where the, I wonder if it's going to be here in Hawaii where they're going to present this. You know, they like to have these meetings in fancy places. Oh, yes. Doesn't that sound good? At like a nice resort. Yes. Oh, God, those were the days, Julia. We got to be in the travel business at the right time. I know. We really were. We experienced a lot. <sighs> mm-hmm. I mean, I'm staying about a half a mile from... Now it's called the Fairmont Orchid, but it used to be the Ritz-Carlton. But granted, it's where the Senior Skins game is played every January. Yes. Oh, yes. I know. Oh, Skins game? That's the best. Oh, yeah. And it's because this golf course, Julia, has like, I don't know if it's like seven or eight water holes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And very, you know, very dramatic. The, the camera loves it. Yes, yes. Oh, it's, a, it's aesthetically pleasing beyond belief. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually played very badly on that course one time. They're tough. But it was kind of fun. Yeah, they can be To tough. know that I played where great people played, and I was hacking and whacking my way around and <laughs> cheating. And <laughs> cheating. Well, hey, at least you had fun. Yeah, okay. Okay, here's an, another study of duh. Grandparents are constantly spoiling grandchildren with sweet treats, and it's ruining their teeth. Okay, duh. now we're blaming the grandparents. Listen, they don't get to see him enough to get bad dental. I mean, that is funny. That's funny. I mean, hasn't that been going on forever? I mean, that was one of the things you could count on if you go to, like, someone who was your grandmother in your life. They are going to have sweet treats for you. Oh, Grandma always had about 12 to 10 candy dishes on top of the, you know, counter, the kitchen counter table, all glass, all hard candy. Oh, God, she sounds like our grandma. You know, a bit of honey in there. You know, all the classics. And you'd go over there and you knew you were getting some good candy. Absolutely. And then and then Grandma also had a little stash of fruit snacks that all the, the aunts and uncles didn't know about, but all the grandkids knew Right. About. Funny. Oh, yeah. Grandma words. Love you. She gave the yeah. best candy. My grandma always had spearmint leaves and orange leaves. Oh, orange God, Lori. That is so funny. The orange slices. Absolutely. The orange oh. slices. And I really, I just thought they, my sister and I, because you could put them over your teeth. Yeah, they're fun to mold. last a while. Yeah. yeah, yes, absolutely. Love it. They were so big, you couldn't really tell that they were all gone till they were all gone. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this is some... Some study where they're trying to rain on sugar is bad for oral health. And I just thought, let let the people, the aunties, the grandparents who want to give sweet treats. I mean, unless you're allergic or something. Exactly. I mean, can't we just have our time? Hey, exactly. The grandparents are giving their time to give to take the kids so you can have some free time. Let the grandparents treat the kids, right? Although, you guys, I just read a book about this psycho guy, kind of, and who targets his girlfriend's daughters as soon as they become teenagers. He doesn't okay, like them. Or- that's awful. Isn't that awful? Yes. What? Yeah. Like, started, like, baking a little nuts into stuff. Yeah, really sick and twisted. <laughs> <laughs> So let's just keep it with the sugar, shall we? Okay. Please do. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Here's another one. I don't know if I... Are rich people really smart? Study finds top 1% 1 aren't any brighter than anybody else. All right. Is it luck then? I think it's a little uh, bit of everything. Luck, timing, kakunas. I don't know. Inheritance. Having rich parents that gave you money to start. 
Well, yeah, but sometimes not having that right? is also the impetus of something. So, um, but yeah, after, yeah, after we get to the salary of $64,000, the relationship between cognition and salary begins to weaken. It does. And don't we know it? Because we have all worked for bosses that we were smarter than. <laughs> oh, Lori, you're hysterical. You're hysterical. It is true. Everybody I mean, has done that at one point in their life, I think. Uh-huh. But I mean, so many times we had to do it. So many times as women of the of the eighties uh, and nineties, oh, yeah. late eighties and nineties. You know what I mean? I don't know. Oh, I feel but, yeah. I bet yeah. Different world back then. Yeah. So I don't think. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This is a surprise to anybody because we all know that. We just <laughs> wonder what, you know, what, what was their, you know, people always want to know that. What was your lucky break or what was the one thing? Because people can usually point to it, what that one thing is. And for a lot of people, it's the ability to ignore everyone who tells you all the reasons you can't do something. Yeah, it's true right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Julia, the nipples are a perfect example of that. I know, Laura. Good job for you guys on that, yeah. I mean, no, it should have never worked. Well, it didn't all the way. We still didn't get the island. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But in my mind, we do. Lori told everybody, I'm going to buy an island and I'm going to invite all of you. Hey, you guys got on Sex in the City. I'm going to invite all of you. I'm going to invite all of you. I know. It was, it was, that's our lucky ticket. All right, Lori, thank you for that. We're going to take a quick break and come back with the rest of the headlines. Lori and Julia on my talk. We made it through our first day pretty well, Laura. Don't you think? Yeah. Are you hearing us? Are you hearing an echo, echo? No. No, Lori, like every no. time you hear something, you hear it twice? Yeah, nope. Oh, good. We just had a conversation no. out there about that. Everything seems to be rocking and jocking awesome. real well. So we're going to we're gonna keep things going as planned. I like this. But okay. we're going to have a backup mic just in case. Okay, good. Yeah. I have to tell you, um, Grant posted some really good things. Lori and I, um, and probably many, were stunned about the barely there looks of the Oscars and the after parties. Their whole list what did is. What Allison say about that? By the she way, just is said, she just said. She just. She's basically said, "Cause they can." Yeah. Basically, so that's it's here to stay. That's <laughs> what youth is. Yep, because they can. Yeah. And um, we have Guillermo. I'm so disappointed that that wasn't in when I was in. Oh no! <laughs> kidding. None of this was in. I would no. at least have a picture. No, I would have done the I would have done the topless one probably with the sheer thing over it. I wouldn't mind what doing did that. What do you think one. of Lady Gaga's um, 
uh, I think it was Dolce & Gabbana, Gigi Hadid, or maybe no, Val, it was Versace. It was, it was a Versace. I thought yeah. it was. I would thought it was pretty. I mean, she literally decided to do this on Friday. She didn't yeah, have because they announced she wasn't performing. Right. She decided She's, to do it, and she didn't mm-hmm. have time to do anything but the stripped down version, which I thought worked pretty well. Um, she didn't have time to do anything. She she's insisted filming. on that. No, I know, but she's, she wanted to I know do it that did. way. She, yeah. she, I thought it was good. All right, so I just sent you pictures of the um, Vanity Fair did the most complete guide of everybody who was at the Vanity Fair party. John Hamm was there. He didn't go to the Oscar, but John Hamm was there, Top Gun. Right. Um, the pictures... It some- is... The carpet, Julia, the that everyone wants to get in because at Gaio series and Madonna's party, no paparazzi. People don't, you know, right. at the Beyonce, this is the only one. The governor's ball, people don't really go to that, but they want to. And then they wait, like if somebody's won that night, then you sweep ahead. But I guess there was like a big, long line to pose on that blue oh, carpet. Oh, well, then I would have gone. You know us. Yeah. We can't wait. The picture's not worth it. We'll do it another time is what we would have said. But a lot of people... Yeah, but we would have hidden the bushes to watch everybody waiting in line. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so um, The Bachelor... <laughs> because that was everybody was there. Right. The Bachelor, Are you? did you watch? Do you care? Julia, I'm just reading about it. Um, I don't think, I think the only time last year Casey and I turned on the television we were here was the Oscars. This year we already broke it by watching The Last of Us. I'm watching (laughs) no TV. Good for you. Okay. Yeah, just my time is, I'm going to a lot of hooky laws, if you know what I mean. I know. Heck yeah. (laughs) I'm going to hooky law. Well, then um, the... um, you probably didn't see Owen Wilson on with Jimmy Kimmel last night. No, I I'm going to tell I, you I, something. I missed that. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys something. The butterscotch still in, he still has some swagger. Does he? He really yes. does. He um yeah. something about him and his nose goes 15 different directions. And yeah. at the end of the day it cool. almost looks like um I mean, I can't even describe what it looks like. It's an accessory. Julia, do you think <laughs> Owen Wilson's party trick is, you know, putting his nose out his of his nose and then he sets it back in position? It's oh. like got one of those things at the end. That... I don't know, but mm-hmm. he still looked good and he yeah. was fun on the couch and he told some funny stories um, to Jimmy Kimmel because he decided Jimmy Kimmel is probably tired from hosting, you know, <laughs> the Oscars. And then Lori, yeah. the funniest was the montage because Guillermo, Jimmy Kimmy, Kimmel's oh. kind of sidekick, he was at the Oscars on the red carpet and he always makes people do shots with them or do something else with them. And everyone stops for him. Everyone yeah. loves Guillermo. And then mm-hmm. the, that's posted too. You can oh, watch that on the Lori Jewish show page. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And Lenny Kravitz is one of the last one. And Lenny Kravitz, you know, looking like a hot snack, but a hot snack, you know, that you can fit in your pocket. <laughs> right. Um, because we know how little he is. Um, yeah. But he was taller than Guillermo. And Guillermo, <laughs> Guillermo was like, get my wife's bleep name out of your mouth. And, and, and Lenny just looked at him and then he got it and started laughing. It was kind of funny. Oh, they did a... Oh. On it, that, was, it was funny, Laurie. On that note, they did... Somebody put together this meme where um, Will Smith's son is up on stage talking about a movie... Uh, that that's, he had, 
a real movie to see in the movie, movie theater, theater movie? No, but a movie that he did. I think it might have been the Karate Kid movie or uh-huh. something like that that he did with his dad. Yeah. And then he goes, well, my father said it was one thing, but it ended up being another thing. And then it cuts to the Oscar thing, and it's, keep your name out oh, my oh, bleeping funny. mouth. But they combined it with his son talking about him and him it was one of the funniest memes I've ever seen in my entire life. It's just, it's you know, people are obviously playing on oh, this. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, I, that one came out perfectly right before the Oscars. Yeah, I, it, you know, and the other one that, um, what what was another funny meme that was going around right now? Um, Chris Rock was in Miami watching, he was, um, Whitney Cummings somehow was on a bar in Miami. <laughs> I don't know what she was doing. And she had a microphone. Mm-hmm. And then Chris, your stand-up act, maybe, but on a bar in Miami, and then uh, Chris Rock walks in, so that's where he was on Sunday night. Um, Christina Ricci, you know, Yellow Jackets is coming back to Showtime. Oh, it is. She was on with Kelly and Ryan this morning. Kelly and Ryan are ending pretty soon. He's almost done. Yeah, that's. Do you sense tension between them? Not at all. Okay. Not even. She had a lot of bronzer on at the Oscars. Oh. Well, that's because it might add some weight. She is teeny. She's very thin. Yeah. She's. I could see her rib and back. No, I know. She turned because she had a very cool. She had a great... dress, but she is a. She is. She is a bird-like woman. Yes, Lori. She really. <laughs> she really. I mean, be, yeah. Mm. Well, mm. speaking of, uh, I always like their Oscar show at the theater. I do too. They were really fun. She's just. She's teeny. Yeah. I suppose if if we didn't drink or eat and worked out three times a day, we too could look like that. Well, yeah. Giselle Bunchen's looking very great out hanging around with her jiu-jitsu instructor again. Oh, yes, they oh. are. They're in Costa Rica. Are they galloping through a, a yes, jungle that's, again? They're, uh, they're in Costa Rica. They're walking yes. through, taking a hike. And, yeah, they're 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 uh, definitely. Yeah, she has a home there. Yeah. And, uh and she keeps bringing him back, so there's something there. Good for her. She looks happy. A lot of pictures of them just having fun. So oh, well, Giselle's finally like got horse riding, as we all know. You know how much. <laughs> you know how much fun. Good old horse riding. I tried to watch the Idris Elba new movie. Have you watched it on Netflix? No, but I, what are you thinking? Well, it's intense. Yeah, that's what it looks. Very. It's intense. I mean, I'll go back, but it okay. was it's intense. And then I tried to watch All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Oh, that's such a hard movie. I couldn't. It's hard in the original it's, form. It is. I mean, that whole it shows war. it's war is terrible. Yes, yeah. it is. And that, of course, is what we learn in the opening thing, and it continues to. That was World War One, you know. Yeah, so horrible. Lori, it's a hard movie. Mahalo nui loa. Oh, Julia, mahalo nui loa. Have a great night. <laughs> Say hi to my bro. We'll see you tomorrow, bye, hon. Bro. Okay, Okay, thanks, Grant. We're out of here. Everyone have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.